I'd like to welcome everyone to this second episode of our 10-part podcast series, Working with Millennials, which features another highly informative Q&A with Smooch Reynolds. Smooch is one of the most respected C-suite recruiters in the nation. She currently serves as Global Investor Relations and Communications Practice Group Leader with DHR International. In case you are unaware, Smooch has been an IR and communications functional search expert for more than two decades, and before that, she was herself a chief communications officer. Smooch is a key behind-the-scenes advisor to CEOs about their corporate brand advancement. Fortune Brands, Diabold, Hyatt Hotels, Grant Thornton, American Waterworks, and a host of other companies come to her for advice and counsel. During the last 15 years, Smooch Reynolds has added more than $300 billion in valuation to client organizations through her IRO search work. What an amazing career. Outside of her professional work, Smooch has been just as forward-thinking, especially in the sphere of helping young, up-and-coming millennial talent. She is the proud mother of three millennial children, so I think it is safe to say she has direct, hands-on experience both at home and in the workplace. As always, I'm your host, Adam Shapiro, Brand Development Leader at Hunt Scanlon Media, and this is Talent Talks. Millennials and Politics what a hot topic just four days before one of the most important elections in modern day history. The millennial generation is forging a distinctive path into adulthood, but this important demographic group, ranging in age from 18 to 34, has been relatively unattached to politics. Many millennials, who could make up 25% of the vote this season, are distrustful of political leaders generally. And the disappointing slate of presidential candidates this year and their ugly behavior on the campaign trail has left many millennials dispirited. This all leaves a big question hanging in the balance next Tuesday. Will millennials come out and vote? They rival baby boomers as a political force. So will they gather themselves up and make their voices heard through the ballot box in four short days? Here to sort it all out is Smooch Reynolds, our go-to millennial expert. Smooch, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Adam. Always nice to join you and exchange some thoughts and perspectives about this really interesting generation. Smooch, we love having you on and hearing your thoughts are always a true pleasure to listen to. So let's get right into it. Smooch, adults of all ages have become less attached to political institutions in the past decade, but millennials seem to lead all demographic groups in this regard. Why? You know, millennials have a lot more forces, Adam, in the marketplace that affect their thinking and behaviors than prior generations. So let's take social media, for example. Their generation is informed predominantly through the social media lens, good or bad. As with any singular platform, one could question the diversity of viewpoints. As such, the messaging can be so obtuse and confusing that I think this generation's had little opportunity to actually set a foundation to develop critical uh, criteria that feel right in order to contribute to being a productive part of the election. And one thing for sure, uh, this generation focuses their energies where they can be productive in a quick and effective manner. And in many ways, our political system today doesn't allow for that. And I think it's difficult for millennials to determine where to step into uh, or onto that platform. 
And it, you have to admit, for even generations prior to the millennials, uh, it's hard to know if you can even have any influence uh, or if your vote really counts. Well, as a millennial, Smooch, I couldn't agree more with the points you've just raised. As you know, the millennial generation stood out in the last two presidential elections as strikingly democratic, but conservative millennials are now making up an increasing part of the millennial electorate. And this group is leaning towards the Republican side of the ticket this year. Where are millennials generally heading in the next decade, politically speaking? Well, if I had a crystal ball, Adam, to really be able to gauge that, boy, wouldn't that be something? I think this is a really challenging question. You know, as the millennials grow older and gain some heft in terms of wisdom through their life experiences and work experiences, who knows where they're going to net out politically. My guess is that they'll try to align themselves with whichever party seems to present concrete, effective answers to societal challenges. And regardless, they're always going to focus on the ethics of the candidate pool. Ethics seems to be a theme across almost every topic with this generation, which I think is even more of a reason for millennials to get out and vote. I think we need to have more of an expectation of our politicians in the ethics category. And I think the millennials might just be the generation to do that. It will certainly be interesting to watch if this way of thinking continues as our generation grows older and if the specific parties adapt accordingly. I, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And this leads well into my next question for you, Smooch. Will younger millennials, you know, younger millennials coming onto the scene are far less likely to trust the government. There's no question about that. Is there anything that could encourage or invigorate that trust? You bring up a really good point, Adam. You know, trust is such an obvious characteristic that we all want in our politicians, our colleagues, friends, and family, yet it appears to be rather elusive. And I think that the levels and layers of issues of the politics within the politics, if you will, creates what feels like a very tangled web to many, but especially to the millennial generation, whose preference is to distill topics and situations down to simple solutions. And there's a lot of blurring of the lines in politics that millennials simply don't have the patience for. But I think even more importantly, they don't have a historical perspective about about the, the blurring of lines, just about history in general, that would allow them to sort out the tangled uh, web more easily. And I believe that one of the most powerful ways the millennial generation could positively influence the future of our government is to keep the pressure on as it relates to simplifying messages and therefore solutions. You can already see the societal good of the millennials given a focus that they have on community issues through their chosen uh, work. Uh, the same positive outcomes could result from their investment of energy and influence on our political system. The potential influence they have is actually, in my opinion, refreshing and exciting, even though a bit unknown at this point. That is so true, Smooch. It's a great angle you look at this from, and it will be even more interesting to watch this develop over the next decade. I agree that the potential is undoubtedly there for a refreshing change in mindset. 
So Smooch, here's the $64,000 question that everyone wants to know. Will millennials get out and vote next Tuesday? There's another one of those crystal ball questions, Adam. Uh, you know, my hope is that millennials will get out and vote next week. They need and deserve to have their voice heard in many areas of our society, some of which they've already begun to influence positively. And now we just need them to take a step into the political arena and shake it up a bit. Change the long-standing malaise of what has become, in my opinion, and I think in many um, citizens' opinions, an egocentric brawl, if you will, and help redefine politics for, for the future in a healthy and productive manner. So, you know, I encourage them, even though they may not understand every uh, political initiative or every category of politics, whether it's foreign policy, taxation, or whatnot, I really think if they get out and vote, um, it's important, even though they may not have the answers to everything. Well, I can tell you I will be there on Tuesday and will be continuing to encourage everyone in my peer group to get out there and vote. It's something we should take pride in. It's our right, no matter what we may think personally. Smooch, awesome speaking with you again. An insightful, spirited discussion as always. We'll see you here soon to follow up on the election, and I'm sure we'll have plenty to, to discuss. The nation will finally have a winner and a loser, and I'd like you to return to give us your thoughts on the impact our new chosen leader will have on millennials. Thanks again for joining us today, Smooch. You're welcome, Adam. I always enjoy our discussions, and I'm looking forward as our, the balance of the country is to what the election results bring us next week. So am I. And that's all for this episode of Talent Talks. Thanks for listening.